you are listening to the Beatcast. Everybody, how are you? I am doing great. I'm happy to be back here on the podcast. Welcome to the 39th episode of the Vcast. Should be like four. We should be in the 40s at this point. But um, I'm gonna be honest with you. Just haven't been feeling like creating anything. I've just been rocking video games and working, working from home, rocking video games. I've given up on all other aspects of my life. I've forsaken my family, my God, my fucking beliefs, everything. In in I've I start praying to the Xbox controller. That's what I'm doing now. But you know what? I was like, uh, let me do another unprepared podcast, another fly by night. I was like, I'm gonna just fire everything up. I'm sitting here, you know, my my uh my home office now. I've moved from upstairs where which is where I was editing the podcast before, and I have my Mac up there. My iMac, my beautiful Retina Display iMac, upstairs, and um, I was like, I moved my office down here now for work, which means the computer chairs down here, and um, this is where I spend most of my time now. So, um, I'm, I'm staring at these mics all day long, and I'm like, man, you know, I should, I should be pumping out more podcasts, but uh, this whole uh, quarantine thing just has me. Um, has me creatively creatively blocked right now where i just don't want to create i don't want to post i don't know if it's the quarantine or if it's me my mentality you know i told you last podcast i fell off all my routines that i was enjoying so much my stretching my meditation my writing every morning uh gave up on all that shit but um I've just been eating like a maniac. I gained 12 of the 15 pounds back that I lost. And um, you know what? I'm not really upset about it. I'm not really beating myself up about it. The only thing I I do, um, the only thing I do miss is I miss having guests. I miss having these good conversations on these podcasts. I miss comedy so much. Obviously, I miss going out, miss seeing everybody. I miss uh, the socializing, uh, getting on stage and laughing and, and that energy. There's an energy that you get on stage with an audience when you're exchanging ideas. Well, I mean, it is an exchange of ideas because I'm putting the idea out there and then you're telling me if you like it or not. So there's kind of an exchange. But um, I I just miss it. I miss all those things. And I've kind of just I've just really instead of drowning my emotions, well, not drowning, but sort of like I'm like an ostrich almost like I stuck my head in the sand. And the sand is my Xbox. And I've just been playing. Like my lunch hour, I could go exercise. I can go for a walk. I could do all kinds of things for my lunch hour. Just go outside. But not for my lunch hour, I just play video games. The minute work's over, I play video games. Um, if it gets really slow, shh, don't tell nobody. If it gets really slow, 
I might fire up and just, you know, you know, let me get 20 minutes in real quick. Like it's really gotten to that point. I'm just, I love video games and this has been carrying me through my, um, this and the Sopranos, been watching the Sopranos all over again. Um, so I got that fired up, but, um, yeah, again, this is where we're going to be at with no direction on this podcast. I'm just firing shit up and then seeing what I'm talking about. Um, everybody's doing these online shows. Uh, right before I got on here, somebody was asking me if I'm going to be doing the uh, virtual open mic tonight. And I was just like, no, nah, I'm going to podcast. I was ready to talk myself out of doing the podcast. But then I was like, somebody offered me a spot on an online mic. No, I'm busy. I'm doing a podcast. And I got to do the podcast just to make sure I stick up with my, my excuse. Um, I saw something today where somebody was like, I miss, I miss, uh, canceling plans on people. I miss that too. Um, but yeah, I mean, you know, this quarantine's changed a lot for a lot of people. And I talked last time a lot about, you know, the last episode about being grateful and I really am still grateful. So I'm not shit on anything. They, they just did a mass, I don't want to say termination, but a mass, um, you know, they just sent a lot of people home for my job. We, you know, we work at a company where there's a lot of people, um, at the company, there's a lot of people, uh, just in the office alone, there's probably 50 people. And then you figure the warehouse, it's a couple hundred. Um, so there's a lot, there's a lot of people on my job and a lot of people got sent home. They cut a lot of shifts down, went from three shifts to one now. Um, so, you know, there's going to be a, across the board, the people that are left are getting their salaries reduced. And, um, and I get it, man, you got to do what you got to do to keep the, the, the business afloat and have something. So these people to come back to, you know, once this thing's over, who knows how long it's going to take, who knows if there is going to be something to come back to, you know, we're all hopeful, got to be positive, but that's the reality. The reality is, is nobody knows what's going on. And, um, and it's scary, scary for a lot of people. So, I could hype on my problems and, you know, but what fucking problems do I have? I can still pay my bills. You know, my wife came up to me and she told me about this. And the funny thing is, is this is, I think yesterday she brought this to my attention. Yesterday she said that, um, you know, um, the bank for, for our mortgage, they sent us an email saying that we can, you can put off three months of your mortgage. I think it's three months. I don't, I don't remember the details. I'm not going to try to quote. I think it's like three months. You could put off three months on the uh, on the mortgage for, um, you know, if you're going through a financial hardship, you could put off three months of your mortgage. And then after the three months, you know, they'll reevaluate or whatever. But those three months, then they get added on to the end of your mortgage. So you extend your mortgage by three months. Uh, it's not like you're going to have to pay it all back right as soon as everything's over you know on the fourth month now you got four months to no they're gonna put it at the end so it gives you a little bit of time and when she first brought it up you know she was had the idea we could you know catch up on other bills and pay some other things down and you know save some money and um i, I you know when she said it i was like oh it's a good idea but we're not in a financial hardship right now so i don't want to claim something that i don't need because when i do need it then i want it to be available you know, and plus, I don't want to get caught up in any kind of fraud. You saw what happened to fucking Real Housewives in New Jersey. This fucking guy got deported for fucking filing the wrong paperwork, for doing the wrong thing and trying to cheat the system. You know, there's consequences that you have to pay, whether it be legal ramifications or personal down the line. I believe in karma and things will happen to you. You know, like if you try to cheat something, something's going to come back and bite you in the ass. Like 
That's just been my experience. So, um, you know, I was told, I was like, I don't know if we should do that right now. And the very next day, salary cut. So now I am in a financial hardship. So, you know, we might have to take that up. I don't know. But um, it's this perspective on everything. Just it's really all about the perspective you have. You can shit on yourself. I can shit my my um, my office chair, this little chair. I've had this thing for um, 10 years, maybe. Maybe not. Yeah, about let's just say 10 years. I've had this chair. No, since about 2012, 2013, I've gotten this chair. Yeah, about 2012. So eight years I've had this chair. It's a regular Staples chair. I think it was like 80 bucks, maybe 100 bucks. Small, you know, short back. And it's falling apart right now. And it's I'm beating the hell out of it because I'm spending 12 hours a day here. Look, see, it's already ripping out. Just pulled a piece of foam off of the chair. Uh, the screw has snapped off on this side here. So I'm just laying back in it all day long and moving around and shoveling and it's falling apart, messing my back up. I could bitch about that. I could bitch about the fact that I'm home all day. My daughter's, you know, a handful and, um, you know, whatever. And it's just, it's all nonsense compared to what a lot of other people are going through. So, of course, it's always perspective. Somebody, you know, your problems, that doesn't mean that your problems aren't uh, genuine or that, you you know, you disregard your problems. No, your problems are your problems. But you put it in perspective to say that, hey, I'm not the only one going through this. That's a, a, a main thing about problems that get me down or that get me depressed is that I start feeling like I'm alone. I start feeling like, oh, poor me. Why me? Like that attitude is the attitude that's not healthy. Like, yeah, you got problems and we have to deal with it. And just because other people have problems doesn't mean that your problems are any less. It just means that you have problems and so does everybody else. So don't complain about it and don't say poor me. You have to fucking deal with it and you have to, you know, take action and, 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 you know, do all that stuff. Um, I really didn't want to go down the fucking positive mindset shit because to be honest with you, I beaten that gentleman to death. I feel like, I feel like that's something I'm always talking about, but that's something that's always on my mind. I feel like I'm, I'm doing these things to talk to you, but I'm also talking to myself. So these are the things that are on my mind. Um, but yeah, I've been playing video games like a madman. I bought. Uh, what happened was, is I got this game called The Division Two. The Division Two is the sequel to The Division, and The Division is a game about um, a uh, a make believe um, secret um, department within the government, and they get activated during like a crisis. And The Division was activated after a virus. <laughs> was released in New York City and it immediately created a fucking national I don't even know if it's global that's the funny thing I don't know if it's global or if this is only the US that's having problems I don't have, I don't remember that part of the game but the you know the the it's a pandemic and you know the whole fucking everything went to shit so many people died and places are infected and everything and the division is trying to hold everything together and uh, it's a crazy game, but I ended up buying it for two ninety nine, and it's a very, um, very big, big game. It's a very um, long game. There's no end 
of the game. You don't beat the game. You're constantly playing and trying to farm. And what farming means in video game is that you're always constantly doing missions, doing the same missions, doing um, a lot of the same activities. Uh, you can group up with people and you're doing all this stuff to get different gear and to kind of build your character up and make them stronger and make them better and make them more defensive. And you're constantly trying to improve and mixing different pieces of armor. And, you know, it's just a fucking really geek game. Um, and I love it. And I, um, I love it because of the, uh, the playability of it. That the fact that I spent $2.99 on this game because I saw it on sale one time on Xbox. And I was like, the Division 2? I was like, I, didn't, I wanted to get the game. But I knew once I got the game that my life outside of everything else. This is a perfect time for this to happen because I would have really have been struggling with comedy versus the video game. Like I would have had to make some tough choices. And... Um, but, you know, and I was doing that before the because uh, I bought this game like in February. I was making those choices where the times I should have been writing or should have been working on some of my material. I was doing it on video games and then I had to like leave the video game and be missing the video game to go do a comedy show or an open mic. Um, so it was a tug of war there. So now that this pandemic hit and we're forced to be home, like that's all I want to do. Like I really don't even want a podcast. I want to rush. We're 12 and a half minutes when I want to rush, get this over with by 15 minutes so I can fire that fucking jet engine of an Xbox up and and hop on it and start, you know, running through that world and get lost in it. So uh, I'll see you guys later. Thank you so much for listening. No, I'm just kidding. Um, what else is going on? So, yeah, I mean, it's just a video game. I haven't been exercising like I wanted to. I think about going for a jog on a daily basis and I never leave. Um, I'm going to do it tomorrow. <laughs> yeah, right. That's what I say every fucking day. But um, uh, there's so many things I, I could be doing other than playing video games. I could be reading. I could be writing. I could be working out, stretching, exercising, playing with my daughter, talking to my wife, going for walks, going for hikes, going for drives, cooking, uh, cleaning, um, <laughs> so many other things. And I'm just eating and playing video games. And I'm, I'm happy. I'm so happy. I mean, being a gamer means I can live in quarantine forever i got xbox live i got xbox gold i got xbox gold plus um which is like a game subscription service so i can download games they have about 300 games available at all times and they re-rotate them every month and you can just download these games full games for free and keep them and then it's just yours and as long as you're a member of the thing the game is yours and you just play and play your little heart out and um so i have access to all the games i want to play i mean i have books to read but i haven't i haven't gotten to that part yet i mean this is going to be a long a long quarantine situation that we're in i feel like it's going to be at least another few months so um I have time and that's one of my uh, character defects is I'm a procrastinator. So I'm always pushing things off like I can do that tomorrow. I can do that next week. I can do that later. Whatever. Eh, eh, it only takes me a few weeks before I start, you know, right now I'm eating like crazy. I'm like, I can lose the weight again. I'll just fucking go back on the carnivore diet for another month and be right back to where I was. I don't know. I don't know if that's the best attitude. <laughs> it's working for me now, I guess. Um, but sometimes I struggle with it. I get, you know, with um, 
wanting to have done something else. We'll see how that plays out. Um, what else have we been doing? Uh, even like social media, I haven't been wanting to like, you know, I see a lot of the comedians making skits, coming out with cool things. They're doing story time and they're doing this and that. And people are producing live comedy shows on, um, you know, on Zoom or fucking Skype or whatever the hell they're doing. And I just, I just have not had the desire. I have not had the desire to make TikTok videos. I have not had the desire to I do like small, like, you know, I used to do these morning things where I'm just get pumped up for the day. And like, literally, I, I've spent so much time in sweats and barefoot I'm, I'm right now. I don't know if you probably can't hear it, but uh, it's my slippers. I'm in my slippers all day long. No socks, um, just a T-shirt and sweats showering t-shirt and sweats shower t-shirt and sweats and the hours are just melting into it because then I'm up, I'm up i'm up until like two in the morning playing video games then i wake up at 7 15 literally just wake up and come downstairs i come downstairs because my bat my toilet upstairs is broke so i come downstairs i piss i come into the office here i put on the the podcast not the podcast i put on the laptop log in to my work so people see that I'm on in a normal hour. I'm on at the regular hours. Answer a couple emails. So people are like, oh, he's working. Not that anybody's logging my hours, I don't think. But just in case they are, hey, I'm working. Boom, boom. Then I go upstairs. I brush my teeth. I get my coffee. And I, you know, fart around, talk to the kid, get the kid set up. Then come back down here, work for a few hours, go back upstairs, Fart around for a little bit, talking to the wife, talk to the kid, do this, do that, maybe eat something, come back downstairs. But, you know, like it's just I spend my whole day until five, five thirty doing that. And then I um, I go upstairs for a few hours, spend some time, eat dinner, you know, talk to the family. Then as soon as the kid goes to sleep, I'm back down here in the basement hitting video games or, I, you know, watch a couple shows with my wife. Um, but most of the time I'm just down here in the basement of solitude, the fortress. Is it a fortress with this wood paneling? What would that be called? This is the, the cabin of solitude. That's what it's called. The cabin, the cabin of solitude. As I look back at this, I don't know if this is cheap wood paneling. This might be a little bit, this might be like a mid grade wood paneling. This isn't the cheap wood paneling. This is more of a, uh. A mid-grade it is still kind of nice there's some really in the other room i have some really nice wood like some cherry like it's a real wood on the wall it's not like a paneling it's almost like fucking planks that's really more, like more expensive he cheaped out here the the, the uh, guy who the original builder of this house cheaped out in the rec room i guess he ran out of money was and or his wife told him you're not fucking using the regular wood over here um yeah this is a rec room with the pool table in it and a wet bar that i have over here so i mean that's what i'm saying i'm I'm really fortunate i live in a dead end too which is great if you want if you're living through a virus pandemic where you're supposed to stay away from people where better to live than on a dead end street the last house on a dead end street where people there's no foot traffic very minimal except for the people that come up here to fuck or smoke weed occasionally in their cars but they're in their cars and then um so I, I mean i can go out i can go for walks uh, you know i know I, I live in patterson but i also live in a very quiet um 
residential area of Patterson. It exists, I promise you. And I can just go outside and get free. I have a backyard. I go in my backyard. Me and my wife, we sit and let the kid play. We get some, you know, some vitamin D. I, you know, I'm just very fortunate. I don't like to say lucky because there's no, there was, you know, some luck involved, but it was mostly hard work. I'm fortunate for sure. Um, but I'm not, I don't know. I'm, I'm, I'm a lot of things. Blessed, whatever you want to call it, man. I'm just, I'm grateful more than anything. Right. That was the lame of the last, uh, last podcast is I'm grateful. So my days have kind of devolved into shit. One thing I also have been doing is talking on Facebook, man, though, that's kind of been my substitute. I really wanted to wean myself off of Facebook conversations because I really thought they were pointless. Um, I still think they are pointless. I just have hope that we can get better just because something may feel hopeless. Doesn't mean that it is hopeless. There may be hope. And what I mean by that is, um, I try to have these conversations with people, um, thought-provoking, whether it be political, religious, um, philosophical, uh, conspiracy theory, whatever. I, I like to post things that make people have a reaction, think, and then be able to have a conversation. It's hard, though, because, a lot, you know, with Facebook and being able and talking through on this platform of just words on a screen... It's very slow and it's, there's no tone to it. So you miss a lot on the, you miss a lot from what somebody's intent is by what they're saying. So sometimes a lot of things come off defensive. A lot of things come off antagonistic, um, sarcastic. And it also depends on the tone that you feel like I'm guessing with the tone that I'm saying you have. So, you know, I'm not, you know, the fucking supreme commander. I am the captain of the Facebook the debate team, but I am not the supreme commander of thought. So I don't, um, I make the same mistakes that other people make when it comes to taking people's words out of context, not communicating properly. It's all a work in progress. But there's conversations that I like that I have with people that are actually beneficial because the when you have your own when you have ideas when you have a perspective when you have a when you form an opinion about something if you don't if your opinion isn't challenged then I don't feel you ever fully um I don't think you ever really fully committed to that opinion or you haven't fully um, formed that opinion. Because if, if I present an opinion and people challenge that opinion and I'm able to defend my opinion, I can really see whether I'm full of shit or not. Like that's how I see if I'm full of shit or not, if what I believe is full of shit or not, or if I'm missing something by people challenging what I'm saying. Sometimes I take perspectives because I want to challenge your narrative. I want to challenge my narrative. I want to. Ch I want people to think outside of what they normally think. And it's fun to argue. I love arguing. So sometimes I take up positions that I don't even really believe in just because I want to know. Just because I want to have that back and forth. And um, 
there's a comedian I have that back and forth with all the time. He's very intelligent. And yeah, I'm, I'm always offering countering positions because I want to challenge what I believe. And I want to challenge what opinion is. And I want to challenge those things. And I even had, like, I've gone back and, on stuff that I've said. And I'm like, oh, you know what? Hey, I looked into this more. And you're right. That I was wrong. You know what I mean? Like, I don't know why people can't do that. People get locked into these opinions. And then that's. That's it, man. That just you just put yourself in like your own bubble. I'm guilty of it too. Putting yourself in your own um, echo chamber when then you only surround yourself with people that think similar similarly to you, and you're never able to you're never able to challenge your ideas. And then when somebody does challenge your ideas, you get angry, and that's a problem. Like if you're not able to have if you're response to someone challenging your idea is that you're angry about it then maybe your idea is weak or you're weak you know what i mean like that's how i feel i mean i get emotional sometimes too because i get too invested in an idea or too invested in an opinion and then i don't i'm not able to backtrack of it because almost then I'm, it's almost like there's something wrong with being wrong like there's not something to be there's something there's something extremely powerful about Believing something, having that idea challenged, and then you acknowledging that you're wrong about something, then you're able to fix it. And then you, you, I feel like you almost become smarter that way. You become more intelligent because your ideas are able to be challenged and you're able to get outside of your own ego and be like, hey, maybe I was wrong about this. Maybe I was thinking about this wrong. Oh, that's a different perspective. I didn't think of it that way. Like uh, a little while ago, I posted something on my Facebook, um, some like map that I saw somebody, but I think I got it in a, uh, a group chat with the, with the with the boys from the Survival Guide podcast. And we post a lot of conspiracy theory stuff in there. And I love conspiracy theories because of that. Because it challenges the opinion. The, the mainstream opinion or what everybody thinks. And um, it was like a map of like ancient i don't know even know ancient civilizations and how it correlates to religion and these significant historical events and like it's like the, i don't even understand it i really didn't even really understand it i just thought it was cool as fuck because it immediately provoked in my mind curiosity and then i wanted to know more about these historical words and these historical events and civilizations that i've heard of before some i haven't heard of before and i i just immediately wanted to learn more anything like that i feel is fucking awesome if you look at something if you show me a piece of paper right if you show me something and that could be the most ridiculous thing to somebody else but if it makes you think and it makes you want to explore something and and actually i just think like stuff like that is fucking cool and you know some people shy away from it and not me like some people you know in inside this um fate inside this uh group message with, with the with the guys that we talk about conspiracy theories a lot of times they share things where i'm just like that's fucking ridiculous and i don't want like i my instinct is when I don't want to, like, when I don't believe something or it challenges, like, a core belief of mine, I instantly want to shy away from it. I don't want to read it. I don't want to learn. And I try to get over that by giving it a chance, 
kind of, or sometimes I don't. Like we were going back and forth with, um, you know, a lot of the uh, coronavirus conspiracies that are out there. Uh, was this virus man-made? Was it, um, you know, released on purpose? All that stuff. And, you know, I, I got into the point, you know, I used to go hard with those things. You know, we talked about that before in, in another podcast. I used to be hard into conspiracies and I kind of backed off with them. And now I'm kind of more... I'm more likely to believe that it's people aren't smart enough to pull off these conspiracies, but I still think about them and I still am like, hmm, it's po- I'm like it's possible, but how possible is it? Is it really, really, really even remotely possible or is it just like, huh, it's possible, maybe, but you never know. Like there's, I mean, and there's also like, all right, if it's true, what are you going to fucking do about it? There's also that, that has kind of like gotten me where I really don't push so much because then if like, if I'm like, all right, if I can prove it to you that, all right, then what? Then we just both two assholes that think something. Now we're just two that think something. What am I going to do? How, you know what I mean? Like how meant, how much can I spread this message? So that's, you know, another reason why I don't go down that rabbit hole. I don't even know what the fuck we're talking about here, but, um. just provoking thought that's that's really what i like and um sometimes it's successful most of the time conversations on facebook are dog shit um and i use it to um it can go both ways for me i'll get something out of it either way either you you bring out the troll in me which i like i can troll i'll have fun with that too or we have a fucking great conversation and I learned something and I have like an interaction with you. And now like now I have this uh, rapport, no, no rapport that I've built with someone that is just, you know, I get a, I get a lot of fucking Facebook requests every single damn day because I post a lot and people like my shit and they share it. And, you know, then other people, I don't know where the fuck all these people that come from. And I do my best to screen most of these you know i look i look i open the profile i make sure they don't have a fucking uh webcam page and if they don't then most likely you know if especially if we have a lot of mutual friends i just fucking boom confirm 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 because i'm looking at it like everybody's a potential um everybody's a potential ass in a seat at a comedy show so uh, that's you know banging them banging them banging them so i'm okay in them but then with that, you get all these new eyes on what you post, and that brings out some fucking wackos. Like, I I challenge both the right and the left. Now I challenge the left more because the left is always coming hard at Trump, and it's kind of like the, the, it's almost like the hack thing to do, so I'm always challenging that because it's easy. Everybody's challenging Trump. That's fucking easy. That's like when Obama was in office and everybody was challenging Obama. Like, it was easy to go after the right-wing guys. But, what the fuck was I saying? I don't even remember. Fucking bring up Obama's name and I get distracted. Motherfucker wasted two of my votes. Um, I don't know. I'm just, uh, I'm fucking lost, guys. I just completely zoned out on what the fuck I was saying. Conspiracy theories and, and all that good shit. Um, just challenging ideas, 
that's what I wanted to say. Just challenging ideas and challenging thought. And, you know, you get all these whack jobs. I had this one lady, I forgot what, I think, you know what I said? I said, I would rather have four more years of Trump than have, you know, this creepy asshole Joe Biden in office. Like, at least fucking Trump entertains me. Like, that was the gist of it. I I didn't say I'm going to go out and vote for Trump. I don't say we need four more years of Trump. I don't fucking like any of these candidates. I don't don't like anybody. The only person I actually even kind of liked was um, Tulsi Gabbard was my number one um, just because, and I don't even agree with her policies. The only reason I really liked her was because I believed in her as a genuine person, not, um, not, and then she disappointed me by fucking backing Biden anyway. Um, you know, that party bullshit. So maybe I was wrong anyway. Then there's um, Andrew Yang. I liked him too. And that's another one. I didn't, I didn't agree with him. I didn't, I don't agree with, excuse me, I agree with a lot of what they said, but, um, it's just getting political, but, um, I just, I just took the person as a character. Like this person genuinely wants to, uh, to do good. And I don't think they'd be influenced, um, by, um, you know, outside people or whatever. And then, um, what else happened? Oh, so anyway, I just posted that and some fucking lady just called me and like, she was barely a freaking friend. Of, like an online friend, a face. She was barely a Facebook friend for a week, maybe. And like, this is the first conversation we have is that you're just calling me a dummy. Like, you're, you must be stupid. Like, you know, like that's how. And then I'm like, then I respond as a troll, because if you're going to just start the conversation off with name calling, then we're going to have fucking fun. And I started calling her fucking saggy titty Sally. Her name was Sally something. I just started calling her saggy titty Sally. And, you know, and that's just what you're going to bring. Out. And then she's, you know, attacking me because, oh, you know, you can't, you know, you're calling me names first. Like, you know, whatever. People are just fucking retarded. It's even it's even stupid of me to fucking bring it up. To even talk, you know, that's how ridiculous it sounds when you, you know what I mean, when you say it. And then when people, you know, anybody that's just passing by, they're gonna like they're not gonna know who the idiot is. So some people are just gonna read the the whole transcript. All right, I'm cutting this short because I don't want to sit here and ramble, and I'm losing all kind of trains of thoughts. I just wanted to um, hop on here and say hello, and um, at least keep this weekly a weekly episode coming out um maybe we could do some more maybe we'll see i don't know follow me on instagram follow me on twitter i'm doing a lot of fucking talking shit on there uh routinely throughout the day just posting random things find me on facebook vic sedanio vic is funny the v cast laugh it up tuesday i miss you nikki's bar i miss you um miss all those good stuff all those good places all the open mics um stay positive that's it just gotta stay positive and good things will happen eventually a lot of bad shit might happen too but stay positive that's it good night everybody i miss you goodbye